everybody, welcome to a very special edition, an after-school edition, a mini-edition of Two Strike Noise. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Jeff Paulson, joining me, as always, Mark A. Johnston. Uh, welcome, Mark, and uh, I am sorry that the World Series did not go your way. Yes, well, thank you for bringing up such a painful memory that just occurred <laughs> a few hours ago. Um, yeah, no, I've never done a mini episode of anything before, so I'm really excited about this. Well, except... we usually we usually like to go big or go home, but this yeah. is this is we felt bad because we were late uh, because of the World Series getting our normal Tuesday episode out, and then we recorded it just a couple of hours before Game Seven of the World Series, and so we wanted to come on and just talk a little bit about it and give you uh, give everybody a little bonus uh, Game Seven edition. Very fresh and very emotional, and if if our listeners don't already know, uh, I am a Mariners fan first and foremost, but I've been a Houston Astros fan because of Nolan Ryan since way back in the day, and I, a, a year that I don't want to claim I was alive in. So uh, uh, it was uh, it was a bummer for me to see the Astros lose, um, but uh, the Nationals played amazing baseball. I think it is safe to say that anybody that is not an Astros fan was rooting for the Nationals yeah. in this series I, for so many reasons. I, I agree. I agree. Um, I was at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I was the only person in an Astros shirt. And when good things would happen to the Astros, I was the only one cheering. So what can I say? Yeah, some some uh, club not clubhouse, I guess front office stuff certainly made it hard to to root for the Astros this year. But what a great game. I mean, I don't know about you. I mean, obviously, Granke was outstanding. Yeah, he was great. Get it definitely be some questions as to why he was pulled. Well, I mean, there already are questions. We're, 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 we're well into, uh, into armchair quarterbacking uh, talk here. But why Granke was pulled after only 80 pitches and just looking dominant yeah. most of the game. You know, it's a game seven, and 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 nobody else has managed, uh, it's, it's, at least not on this podcast. Nobody else has managed a single major league game, let alone a game seven World Series game. So right, yeah, I, I tell you what, he did. He looked really good, and you know, I well, can you use the term Monday morning quarterbacking when you're referring to baseball? Because it, the game was on a Wednesday, and there's no quarterback retrospect can i say in retrospect in retrospect sure it looks like that you know he should have stayed in well hindsight being what it is and, mm-hmm. and bringing in will harris for a second night in a row and for the second night in a row gives up a two-run home run to yeah. give away the lead is tough i feel for will harris i do too i don't have i don't have anything against any of these astro play well i've got one against one astro player in particular osuna but Everybody else, as far as I know, is is uh, pretty much on the up and up. But Will Harris, yeah, that was just rough, and, yeah. and I feel sorry for anybody except for Osuna that gives up the lead in consecutive nights in Game Six and Seven of the World Series. I, you know, I'm not angry with him or anything like that. When I was younger, I used to get really, you lost the game for our team, screw you. Not so much anymore. Uh, you know, that's a rough outing, and and I do agree with questioning whether he should have been in the game or not. I mean, they have a whole bullpen and you know, they had Garrett Cole warming up. Yeah, they had him. That's what I just don't understand. Did, did AJ not want to bring him in, in the middle of an inning Yeah, or, I don't know. or, or what? But I mean, you've got Garrett Cole who 
I would say, well, I, I'm not going to just guess. I mean, he is your best pitcher on this staff. Absolutely. Full of great pitchers, a Justin Verlander, a Zach Granke. Mm-hmm. But he's your best pitcher. He's up and warming, and unless we haven't heard we haven't heard anything, but unless Cole said, I can't go or, or I don't feel right, I don't understand why you wouldn't have brought him in either. But again, we are not getting paid to manage. Nobody right. trusts us to manage big league teams. <laughs> Nobody's going <laughs> to offer us the, the, the job anytime soon, I don't think. You know, I mean, it depends. Gutsy performance by Max Scherzer, of course. Oh, you remember great. back to Sunday, supposed to pitch game five, woke up couldn't move his neck had to have his wife dress him idiots across the internet questioning how tough max scherzer is came out there and really gutted out five innings gave up uh you know gave up the two runs but they weren't you know they weren't cheap runs no and then the the i want to say the bullpen but it was corbin <laughs> came in yes. through three shutout innings, gave up two hits, struck out three, and then Daniel Hudson came in and nailed it down. Yeah, I mean, just a, a great pitching performance by the Nationals for the team that had the worst bullpen by far of any playoff team. Yeah, it it was. It was gutsy, and the whole team is just a gritty bunch of guys, and um, it's kind of interesting to look. And they started the season 19-31, and 31. Yep. which is the worst I mean, start. The, of- Davey Johnson was on the hot seat. People were oh, saying yeah. he is going to be gone within a week. I'm sorry, I said Davey Johnson. Oh, yeah, you did, <laughs> Davey, didn't you? Dave Martinez. Let's, let's go back. This, it were a history podcast. I, come yeah, on, get right. me some slack. The, uh, the Nats 19-31 start is actually the worst of any team that's ever won the World Series. Wow. Yeah. That's that's incredible. It's a long season. That's what yeah, I tell people. Exactly. You can't live game to game. It's a long season. They but... weren't the Mariners like 13 and 2 to start the yes. season. <laughs> and yet most people knew that they were not going to end that way. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was hoping for a shorter season this year after yeah, that. Like start. a 15 15 game. Maybe a strike shortened or something. I don't know, something. So let's talk about uh Steven Strasburg named series MVP. Mm-hmm. Would you, where would your vote have gone? Well, Strasburg is tough to pick against because then he won. Well, I mean, this is a World Series MVP thing, not a postseason, but he won like five games. Five and oh, first pitcher ever in the history of the playoffs to go five and oh. Yeah. A couple of guys have gone five and one. I think Randy Johnson was one of them who, you know, several relief appearances. But right. Five and oh. Right. I mean, and think about it. If if 20 wins is the pinnacle where you where your elite pitchers aim, he got a quarter of that in the postseason. That's amazing. And and a, and that's that's like a sixth of the regular season. Actually, it's it's less than that because you're not playing as many games. But he would have been on pace to win about 30 games in the yeah. regular season. It, it was it was an impressive performance. I, I think selecting him as MVP was probably the right thing to do. Um, yeah, he, my you know, vote. My, my vote was for Soto before, you know, before they before they announced it. I I thought he was the most consistent offensively. He was. And he was the most dangerous, obviously. Yeah. He was he was the guy you did not want to face in that right. lineup for sure. Yeah. You know, Strasburg, just to throw this in, was is the first number one overall pick ever to win the World Series MVP. Wow. Yeah. And and game seven was the first uh, I think it's the first game seven to ever feature two Cy Young Award winners. As oh, well. there you go. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was it was everything it, it was cracked up to be. 
Just one more quick thing on uh, MVP. I'm glad to see Chevrolet picked up their MVP game. Normally, it's a pickup truck because yeah. they assume that every uh, baseball player is a country, you know, guy that wants a pickup truck. Yes, uh, it was. Uh, it was a Corvette, but it looked more like a supercar than anything. Nice. It was an yeah. impressive looking car. I didn't watch nice. that. I, I had left Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, by then. Uh, <laughs> it was nice. They, I, as they were running onto the field, I saw the car pull up through the center field, you know, uh, through center field. And I said, wow, if that's for the MVP, they've, they've really stepped it up this year. And it was so. nice. Yeah. No, uh, it was kind of interesting though. I did see Garrett Cole. Uh, they interviewed him after the game. Of course, he's a free agent now. Yeah. A couple of funny things. First of all, they said, Hey, can you come out and give some quotes? And he said, do I have to, to the Houston, you know, media guy. And he goes, cause technically I don't work here anymore. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. He's right. And then he, and, but then he went out there and he, he was gracious. He went out and answered questions, but he didn't wear an Astros hat. He wore a Scott Boris branded hat. Oh, nice. His you know, agent. With with Boris at the helm and Cole having the year and, and just the career so far that he's had, how much money is that guy going to make? Yeah, just back the truck up. For it's going to be nuts. Somebody's going to yeah. load him up with some serious bank. And it's not going to be either of our teams. Just saying. No, it's going to it's going to be the Yankees or the Dodgers more than likely. Yeah, I think he's. You know, I I could see the you know legitimately I could see the Angels doing it because I mean yeah. they've they've got a ton of money. They've got Joe Madden now. Yeah. They've got you know they don't they got to stop wasting these prime years of Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. I I could see them just saying you know what what's it going to take. That's a great point. That's a great point. Folks, you heard it, you heard it here first. Right here. Most likely. Just looking through the numbers here uh, of some t- of, of, of postseason numbers. Altuve, a- another great postseason. 18 games, 25 hits. Yikes. Uh, five home runs to lead the team. And uh, a couple of stolen bases for a uh, OPS of 971. That dude is just so impressive to watch. He's a dynamo. He is a blast and just fun to watch. I agree. Uh, and then, of course, Anthony Rendon, speaking of somebody that's going to have somebody back a truck up uh, yeah. for wherever he signs, he finished in 17 games. Uh, he had three home runs, 20 hits. He hit 328, and he had a 1.003 OPS and just came up with a couple of clutch home runs in those last two games yeah. to really lead that, you know, lead his team as, you know, I, I don't think they have, well, I guess Zimmerman, if you had to name a captain, would be their captain. But, sure. uh, wow, good good for good for Anthony Rendon, and he, he was really fun to watch. Did you, I guess since you left Buffalo Wild Wings early, not early, but as soon as the game was over, you did not get to see when they were, you know, presenting the trophy and the whole team was on stage uh, one Mr. Fernando Rodney now has a World Series ring. Oh, my. You know, is he in every postseason? I swear he is in every single postseason giving up home runs. Well, this was this was the first time he won one. Yeah. So he now has a ring. But it was funny because, you know, everybody is cheering and laughing and hugging. And he was so stoic. He's just didn't smile. He's just standing there. I don't know if he was disappointed because he just was awful or if he that's just his thing like he was just he thought it was cool to show no emotion i don't know interesting he was there he does get a ring i guess congratulations fernando rodney yeah i i guess so (laughs) i have a question for you though um 
do the Nats win the World Series if they have Bryce Harper? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, a lot of people have been talking about that on social media. I don't know because, I, I mean, you know, one thing that you've got to count on is team chemistry. And I'm mm-hmm. not sure that that he provided that great chemistry. I mean, this was a real feel-good team. I mean, we made fun of, well, you made fun of, let me just put it out there, <laughs> Baby Shark. And yet, you know, that was one of those things that, really brought this team together. You know, they'd hit a home run and they go through the tunnel in the dugout and then they do a dance. Uh, you know, I don't know. Does Bryce Harper do that? Do, does any of that happen if he's there? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Well, chemistry is, is definitely a good thing. To, it, it definitely matters. I don't know. What, what, what do you think? Well, I looked at it in, in the manner of, of if, if Bryce Harper is there, they don't sign Corbin, most likely because they've spent too much money. And I doubt that Soto or Robles gets as much playing time. So, and they were both huge and so was Corbin. So I don't know. I think, I think they're a better team. Well, I mean, it's easy to say they just won the world series, but I think they're a better team now than they were last year. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. And yeah, I mean, you spend that money that Philly played Bryce Harper and you spend it elsewhere and you get a lot more than just one player that might or might not be getting choked out in the dugout. Right. You know, (laughs) all right. Well, uh, I've got a couple of things. I picked up this media guide while I was at the world series. Uh, the first game they had these out, it's a world series media guide. I went back to look for another one for somebody else and they were all gone. So I'm glad I got my hands on one of them. Couple of, couple of interesting, um, notes here. So we already talked about Steven Strasburg was named the MVP of the World Series. There have been two other World Series where there were multiple MVPs. Really? Yeah. So this one, I think you can probably guess who they were. Uh, the first one was in the year 2001. It was the Diamondbacks versus the Yankees. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you three guesses to name the two co-MVPs. What what year was it, you said? 2001, the Arizona Diamondbacks defeated the New York Yankees. Yes. I'll help you out there in seven games. So was it Luis Gonzalez with the no. big hit? No? No. Was it Derek Jeter on the losing side? <laughs> no. <it laughs> I figured the media would go for that, you know? <laughs> Jeter's in this one? Yeah, give it to him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, remember, if uh, if you will remember 2001, that was the two-headed beast of the Diamondbacks of Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling. Oh, sure. And those two, they just dominated the World Series. Randy Johnson, uh, 17 and two-thirds innings, a 1.04 ERA, 19 strikeouts. Schilling, 21 and a third innings, 26 strikeouts with a 1.69 ERA. Randy Johnson won three games in that series. Schilling won the other one. Wow. Yeah. I can see the co-MVP thing fitting right there. Yeah. And then in 1981, it was, I believe that was the Dodgers versus the Yankees. There were three MVPs in that game, in that series. Wow. All of them, of course, coming from the winning Dodgers. You've got Washington State alum, the Penguin, yes. Ron Say. Might I say, Mount Tahoma High School 
alum. Oh yeah. That's oh I yeah. That's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also a guy we talked about in wax packs heroes last week, Pedro Guerrero. Oh sure. Yeah. And then uh, Steve Yeager, the catcher. Really? Yeah. Remember Steve? Yeah. I remember oh, he was remember. Like, the last, last catcher to not wear a helmet behind home plate. He, he wore his hat turned backwards and just put his mask over it. Plus he was an astronaut. Oh wait, that's Chuck Yeager. <laughs> yeah, I'm so probably, sorry. Yeah. 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 That's probably his brother. No doubt. Sure, yeah. No, no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. A uh, couple of other things uh, interesting here. MVP, uh, of course, there's only been one from a losing team, and it was from the New York Yankees, but it was not Derek Jeter. 1960, Bobby Richardson. Uh, I don't remember who, who won the World Series in 1960, but it wasn't the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, m- Multiple winners of the World Series MVP. There's been three of them. Sandy Koufax of the Dodgers, your buddy Bob Gibson of the Cardinals, and uh, Reggie Jackson, who was named MVP uh, for both the Yankees and the A's. Oh, yes. Another thing here that I noticed that I I don't remember this, uh, but this is straight out of the media guide about the designated hitter in the World Series. It says the designated hitter was used in World Series competitions in alternating years from 1976 to 1985. Since 86, the DH has been used every year in American League parks only. Right. Okay. So I before that, and I'm going to be honest, 86 was the, the Mets and the uh, and the Red Sox. 85 yes. was the Cardinals and the Royals. That was the very first World Series that I remember specifically watching every single game. But I had no concept, I guess, of what a DH was at that point. But I didn't know that they just alternated. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> this year where every pitcher's batting no matter what park you're in and then the next year it's a dh no matter what park you're in. right i you know i don't recall that happening either but i mean i mean it's on the internet it must be true no it's in your book it has to be true yeah this is put out by uh by major league baseball so i trust it more than i do the internet really yeah that's crazy. i do yeah uh and then one other thing we talked about several episodes ago uh, inside the park home runs there have been 11 inside the park home runs in World Series history, the last of which was in 2015, and I have zero recollection. I don't remember a 2015 inside the park home run. Yeah, it was Alcides Escobar of the Kansas City Royals, who I think just signed with a Japanese club yesterday. Huh. First inning of game one against the Mets. Really? So maybe I maybe I just tuned in late for game one. <laughs> it's possible, yeah, here too. I don't know. That's pretty funny. That that very well might have been the case because I did not remember that. But um so there you have it. So World Series in the books. It's uh, a dark season. Uh we did get a, a <laughs> somebody hit us up on Twitter a week or two ago, a listener and said, "Hey, are you guys still going to be around during the off season?" The answer is yes, we will. We will still be here every week. We have no off season. Right. There's no off season in in base in our version of baseball on a podcast. So I thought we would wrap up this 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 little mini episode uh, just with this quote from Rogers Hornsby, which fits perfectly right now. This is quote: People ask me what I do in the winter when there's no baseball. I tell you what I do: I stare out the window and I wait for spring. Amen, brother. So there you have it. So we will be here every week throughout the offseason getting ready for next year. 
Uh, I'm already looking at the calendar, thinking about maybe going down to Phoenix for a couple of days. There's no no Japanese baseball trip this year, but maybe maybe spring training. Maybe or you maybe. never know. I tell you what, man. I I uh, usually am okay for the first couple of weeks, and then I really start missing the game. I, I I watched a game today. I watched an exhibition game between Canada and Japan. So <laughs> <laughs> there is live baseball still happening. You can find it. You did not wait long. My God. I did not. I, well, it was on. I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this. And there was no announcers. It was great. Oh, it was man. just park sound. That's and uh, it was really pretty cool. I enjoyed that. There's uh, a tournament going to be starting up in the next couple of days. Uh, so there's a couple of exhibition games first. Uh, it's countries you know, versus countries. There's a team USA, uh, all that kind of stuff on there. Ernie Witt was managing team Canada, who we just mentioned a little while ago. Yeah. All right. Well, Mark, uh, we will be getting together again shortly. We've got uh, an episode coming out next week on Tuesday at our normal day. We again apologize, but it was fun just to talk about the world series and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got. We'll see you again on our, our next full edition of Two Strike Noise. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. God bless you. Good night. Bye.